Hi everyone, welcome along to the Phil Hoffman Travel Podcast. I'm Tim from the Phil Hoffman Travel Team. Again, a voice you may or may not have heard before, but the voice you probably will recognise if you've listened to this podcast before, Leith Forrest. Tim, thank you for having me. You know, we could have actually just sat in our same seats and just changed microphones. We, I we, like your the hosting chair. It's, oh, I like the hosting it's chair. Cool. That's right. I, it's I, like I, the Game of Thrones sort of big chair. There. That's right. I get the fancy microphone and, you know. Very fancy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it, it's my pleasure. It's our, it's our pleasure to have you here on the other side of the microphone because, as people may or may not know, Leith is great at travelling as a family. It's one of these things he's passionate about. Um, and he's recently been to the US of A. Yes. Now, I may have people turn off here on the podcast, so I hope you don't. Please don't. I don't understand people that travel without their kids mm. because I love everything that I experience, I want my kids to experience. And I understand that there's a cost to that too, but I think you factor that in when you take them. So the minute we've got two children, eight and ten, the minute we could take them away, we took them away. So our kids have been overseas anywhere from eight to ten times and are just used to it. Yeah. And we see the looks and the people listening to the podcast right now, you're probably one of those people. We see the looks <laughs> when we walk down the aisle of the plane and you're going, please don't sit next to I'm us. I'm the one next to the baby. Don't sit next to us. Can I tell you, if you get your kids in a great routine, they're terrific flyers. Yeah. Like people are worried about nothing. I mean, yes, you'll get the odd baby that will cry and the years pop and all the rest of yeah. it. But we've been very lucky. We, we've gone everything from the bassinet seats early days. and We've done that one. Can mm. I give my love to Qantas and to Air New Zealand? Because <laughs> there is nothing like a kid sleeping for 10 hours on yeah. a flight. Yeah. They just make you stress-free, the, the child stress-free as well. There's so much to do on a plane. They've, oh, technology has is, is been our saviour, hasn't yeah. it, for, for air travel? It's great. Mm. And I know we could probably do a little bit more here in this country, but in other countries, they actually let families board first. Right. So you don't have to line up and worry about the kids sort of, you know, holding up the line or, mm. or the rest. They'll actually let you get on first, get your bags up, get yourself sorted, and away you go. So uh, for us, we travel as much as we can because, again, why should I just experience something fun? Yeah, I understand you need right. me time. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of that. That's I'll right. move out eventually. <laughs> and I'll get some me time. Yeah, we have next 25 years or so. That's you know? right. <laughs> I'm a grandparent. <laughs> so as you mentioned, getting there is can be part of the adventure, can't it? And some of the travels you've had over there, um, you've had particularly flew, flown with Air New Zealand before. Oh, and again, we shouldn't play favourites. No, no. If you can, try the Sky Couch. Right. It is amazing. It Basically, where your feet would normally go, once the plane's up and they've turned the... Uh, the seatbelt sign off they will flip your seat footrest up if you like and it becomes a bed and can i tell you like that is an that. absolute godsend if you're from <laughs> auckland to los angeles auckland to uh, texas for example you're talking 14 15 hours you'll get 10 plus hours sleep on that now i will preface i'm about six three at least quite tall my wife's about six foot oh it's a tight squeeze for us. <laughs> However, if you've got two children, for example, so I slept with like my son mm. and my wife slept with our daughter. All of us slept. You're just spooning in the middle of like an Air New Zealand plane. It's amazing. And it's acceptable. And if you don't have the two beds or you just have the one and your kids can sleep on it, they will. It's like it's as big, if not slightly bigger than a single bed. Oh, perfect. It is perfect. perfect. And any time you can be horizontal, Tim, on a plane is a good <laughs> thing, I think. <laughs> Because I always struggle to sleep sitting up, but no, it's beautiful. And then mm. you're right, away you go. Mm. I'm a bit the same. I'm I'm 
scrape under six foot tall and I've just, for, I don't know if it's something that's happening that just some of the seats seem to be getting a little bit closer and yeah. I don't sleep well upright and I'm, I'm always conscious of the people behind me, you know, so sleeping on a plane is something that I've never really, never really had much success with, but uh, the sky couch just sounds like it's me. Incredible. And another thing which we've mentioned before is, you know, if you've done a bit of flying, you know, maybe not flying in, this is probably more related to the United States of America, but maybe not necessarily flying into some of the the big airports like your Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and things like that. Maybe try flying into somewhere else like like your trip, for example. We try and do it as well to say, let's try something different. We love LAX. We love flying into JFK or LaGuardia when you go to the East Coast to New York. But Qantas and Air New Zealand and all the other great airlines offer different locations. They now. do fly into Texas if mm. you're going to the US, which is you know more where we sort of travel as a family. You can go to Fort Worth and see them literally do the cattle run right up the main street, cool. which is just unique. Dallas is a great city. There are so many things to do, particularly in America, but right around the world. Just vary up your destinations a little bit. Why go to the same airport every time? Yeah. And don't use it just as a, a point from here to there. Stop, take a day or two and actually visit the city and see the sites. Because the, And now we see it with Dubai. Yes. Dubai and Singapore, for example, mm. they were just stop-offs to yeah. go to where you need to go. Now Correct. people realise, gee, these places are pretty flash. We just might actually hang around. We can get out and about for a bit here. And now it becomes your destination. Exactly. Uh, so your trip to America, you covered East Coast and West Coast? We did. So we, uh, when I was a kid, I went to school in Nebraska. So we have family in Nebraska. Now, Nebraska is the Adelaide of America. Very it's nice. It's a beautiful part of the country that probably isn't visited anywhere near as enough as, uh, <laughs> as some of the other more sort of well-known places. So we flew into Texas, but we will always try, if we can, to somehow work a Nebraska trip in there. Mm-hmm. So we've done you know, Texas to Chicago to Nebraska. This time we did Texas. We went to Fort Worth last time. This time we went to Dallas, drove down to Waco. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Nebraska. From Nebraska to New York. So you're going middle America to the East Coast, do everything that New York has to offer, which is, again, the greatest city in the world. <laughs> then to the West Coast, Los Angeles, and then you fly home. Yep. Because, again, it's a shorter flight from LA to home than it is Very from true. New York to home. So. Just mix it up. Yeah. Have a look. I mean, there's 50 states. There's plenty to see. You can go One a day. Most of them. <laughs> there's something good for families. That's the other thing too, with a bit of preparation. Mm. There's great things in every city to do for a family. Yeah, that was that was what I was going to ask you next. On a, a family holiday, we can sometimes get stuck in the... I know I've got two young kids and the few times I've been away with them, you know, sometimes you can get stuck in doing the holiday just for the kids yep. and it can cause you as a parent just to burn out a little bit you know you need to do some stuff for the kids stuff for you how do you uh, what give us your tips on how to balance out your family holiday my wife describes me as a man child like a <laughs> 10 year old in a 40 year old body so maybe i'm a little different to most people but we try and plan so that it's if it's not equal it's at least very close yep. so for every child day as we call it mm-hmm. there will be an adult day of which the kids are expected and quite happily they tag along so we will make sure we won't do we haven't taken our kids to Europe at the ages of 4 and 5 because I don't know about you Tim but my kids would not go through museums at 4 I think yes we got we got a, I've been to Europe on my honeymoon and yeah after the yeah, another church another cathedral yep. it was amazing Let's. Yeah. My kids want to do stuff. They want activity. They want to, you know, and you want to burn energy with them as well. So Los Angeles is an easy city for kids because there's a lot to do. From the theme parks, the the Disneyland's of the world. There's Universal Studios. There's Knott's Berry Farm. There's Lego Land. There's water parks everywhere. 
Los Angeles is an easy. So we would say, okay, we'll have two days in Disneyland. Then we might do a sightseeing day. Go see Malibu and go see Santa Monica. And, and again, you've got the kids on the beach. It's a fun day for the kids. It's That's not right. something they're not going to enjoy. On the East Coast, you go to New York, same deal. There's so much for kids in the bigger cities of New York and Washington and Boston, for example. And then you can sort of offset that and say, okay, but today we want to go see the Statue of Liberty or the World Trade Center or whatever the case might be. And again, the kids are are pretty happy with that. So I find as long as there's a nice balance, you can actually do it. And again, the beauty is, without sort of sounding, you know, pigeonholing people, my daughter, for example, loves a Broadway show. Mm. My son's not into it. Yep. My son, on the flip side, loves sport. Yep. My daughter's not into it. Mm-hmm. So you can balance that out. It can be a father-son bonding session watching the Knicks get beaten. <laughs> or it can be, you know, my wife and Ella this time, for example, went to Frozen the Musical. Amazing. And again... You, you go and watch these Broadway shows and you think, oh, I want to watch you know Wicked or I want to watch Rent or one of these mm. kind of things. Don't limit yourself to just the shows you know. Jessica has been to a lot of Broadway shows. She said Frozen was as good, if not better, than most of the shows she's seen. Is that right? We have friends of ours that were a group of grandmothers who went to New York. They couldn't get a ticket for the popular Hamilton's, you know, the Book of Mormon. They're all sold mm. out. They went to SpongeBob, the Broadway show. <laughs> There's a SpongeBob Broadway said, show? There is a Broadway show for everything, Tim. And they said it was one of the best shows they ever saw. Yeah. And again, so don't sort of just limit yourself to, you know, the, the tried and tested stuff. Mm. Change it around. Yeah. And the beauty of big cities like that is every store's fun too. Yeah. There are stores on Fifth Avenue where your teenagers will want to spend all day. I was going to say that you had, you had a good, successful day or a couple of days Fifth going down Avenue Fifth Avenue is a godsend <laughs> because in Fifth Avenue you have everything from the NBA store which has a basketball ring in the shop where now they run competitions now we're talking my prizes. language that's right so <laughs> while you're going and getting your Kyrie Irving t-shirt your wife and your kids can be shooting basketball you can go to the Microsoft store the Apple store the Nintendo store the Lego store it's all hands on it's not uh, kids don't touch it they mm. want you to touch there are toy stores Everywhere, There's a great one called FAO Schwartz, which used to be right across from Central Park and is now uh, right in the Rockefeller Center complex. Yeah. It has the piano from Big. People line up to play the piano with their feet. You know, jump around to do chopsticks or whatever. There's something for everyone. This is just taking me back to my childhood now, watching the movie Big and just thinking how much fun that piano must be. I'm kicking kids off so I can have a crack (laughs) on that. Macy's have worked that out too and said, look, mum and dads, they want to come and shop in our department store, which again, a department store is a fun trip for the family too. But Macy's have worked that out. So now they have entertainment in their store. They have a big piano. They have... I went to uh, sports stores mm. that had roller coasters in the middle of them or, that, or, or really? putting ranges or 10-pin bowling because, again, America works out they're such a consumer-driven society. Mm. If your folks are in the shopping, they've got to take the kids. Yeah. Give the kids something to do. So even that in itself is a great day for the family. Or even give the dad something to do. If the, if the mums are you know having a bit of a shopping day, you know, but, How uh, often do you see that? You see all the dads <laughs> sitting around trying to find like a seat, yeah, a comfortable a seat, display in like a Victoria's <laughs> Secret store or something. Yeah. Now there's plenty for the family to do. So we find again, it's a little bit of preparation, a little bit of research beforehand. Speak to someone for PHT, yeah. and say, hey, my kids are this age and this age. What can we do? I'm just I'm, the thing that amazed me as well is is 
just the amount of free things as well just to occupy your time as well not just like oh, you're not having to lift your no take your wallet out all the time that's right and that's mm. the thing too i mean holidays can be expensive enough you don't want to be in your pocket every five minutes Correct. for something the beauty of a place like new york is yes you can pay a little bit extra to go to the movies sort of go to a show you easily i mean i've been to new york i think five or six times i still haven't done central park properly right and i've done it every time we've gone mm-hmm. Carriage rides, yes, you pay for those, but you can walk Central Park, you can play ball in Central Park. Yeah, there's ice skating in Central Park, there's baseball fields, there's running tracks, you can hire bikes, there's a zoo, there's a castle, there's get on the gondola, Tim, take your wife out, be romantic for once, get her out on the lake, and you know, say something. There's all that to do in a park, and it doesn't cost you a lot of money, yeah, if anything. And there are things that you can do right around the world like that, not mm. just New York. And the greatest thing about America is. Pretty much whatever you love to do or see, you'll find it in America. Exactly right. If you're, you know, a little bit more intellectual than you and I, which I'd find hard to believe, but if people well, I don't are, know about, I don't know about that. <laughs> go to Washington DC, which we've done, and it's a, the War Memorial. The War Museums are incredible. You've got mm. uh, the White House. You've got Capitol Hill. You've got there is so mm. much rich history in other cities. Mm. Just work out what your interests are. My kids will only spend so much time in the New York Public Library. That being said, it was fun because there's a great mm. kids section in there. But the beauty of that is that as soon as you walk out of the Public Library of New York, right in the heart of Manhattan, right next to it is Bryant Park, right. which has a putt-putt course. Okay. So kids, we've just spent an hour in the library checking that out. That was really fun. Mm. Uh, but, you know, to pay off for you, let's have a hit around. Here's something right next door. Brilliant. Um for anyone that's seen it, there's a there's a we've we took least with his family took a little bit of Australiana over to the states, and there's a great great video. It's on our uh, Facebook page of Leith and his son Bailey kicking a Sharon footy around, basically from home, yep, across America, back to home again. And we're, we're talking about um, you know the way travel gets everyone together, mm. but it's amazing. You bumped into somebody in Venice Beach while you were kicking the footy around. So we did it chronologically. So we started at home, kicked to the Adelaide Airport, Sydney Airport, into Dallas, through Nebraska, New York, and then. But you're right. We were in Venice Beach in California, which, for those who've never been to Venice, it's an unusual place. It's hard to describe Venice. I mean this with love. It's the kind of place where you can let your freak flag fly. <laughs> There are unusual characters in Venice, but I've never not felt safe in Venice. It's Mm. an unusual part of Los Angeles. It's got the beautiful Santa Monica Pier, uh, which is great for families, roller coasters, Ferris wheels, all of that. Malibu, and then you've got Muscle Beach, so you've got all these big he-men who are lifting. If you've watched White Men Can't Jump the film, those outdoor basketball courts are in Venice Beach. It's a great place. (laughs) So we were kicking the footy as part of our video, just in, in the heart of Venice Beach there. Ella and Jessica were off. They were taking photos, you know, because, again, they're on the beach. It's a beautiful California beach. And as we're kicking the Sharon, a family walked over to us and they clearly saw the Aussie Rules footy and went, right, we'll say hello. And they're like, (laughs) oh, where are you from? And we said, we're from Adelaide. And they said, well, you won't believe it. We're from Ranella. So it was like this beacon of, of tourism, the footy. And we kicked the footy with that family for sort of 10 minutes and just shared our stories of where we'd been and what we were going and what we were hoping to achieve. So that's a thing too that I love. That's For me, that's as fun as going to a, an amazing building or a, or a theme park or whatever. It's the people watching and the people that you meet. Even we had the case where we were walking through 
uh, Hollywood Boulevard because we mm. wanted to show the kids the stars on the Walk of Fame and yeah. Man's Chinese Theatre, the hands in the and the footprints in the concrete, etc. As we were walking through with the footy, because we took it with us everywhere, there were people yelling at us. You know, hey, Aussie. <laughs> and like, people were like, hands, hands. Because people understood yeah. that what we were doing, they didn't quite know what the video was all about. But there's that sort of common... You know, it's it's a bit like if you wore an Australian sporting jumper mm-hmm. around anywhere in the world. I guarantee you, someone will come up and go, "Do you go for Carlton? Yeah, or, what are you doing? The Blues can't win. Something like <laughs> That's that." That's a shame. So know. it's a it's a little bit of fun that you should just a little extra you can do on your trip. Fantastic! It just brings brings those families together when you meet those people, and particularly, you know, might might be a good icebreaker for your yep. kids as well. Meet another family, got something in common, you know, get the kids talking, sharing their stories about their holiday. What have you seen? Where have right. you been? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a footy; it can be sort of anything, like a even a free anything that can break up. You yeah. know, if you're in a place, and and that's what we find with the kids too. Sometimes we get a little bit. We might have a shopping list of things we want to see and do. Sometimes you've got to stop and go. We actually need to just relax and have some fun too. Yep. So it might be we kicked a soccer ball in Central Park mm-hmm. for half an hour to an hour. We have just hung out on the beach and you know thrown the footy, or there's you know there's playgrounds all through Venice Beach. Yeah, just take the time to relax as well, and then it doesn't feel like never be a slave to your watch. Yep, or Great your advice. list. Yeah, you know don't always say oh come on kids because they won't enjoy that. No, they don't want to be in a car and ship from here to there make it as fun as you can yep. and then you find that the kids can go on longer throughout the day as well and it becomes like an definitely adventure. and the thing that i found as well my, my kids are five and two and, and we went away with them recently just up to queensland had a great trip but one of the things they remember the most was spending time on a playground that we found up there you know where we're in a different state not quite a different country but you know just just you know taking some time out we stopped off before we were heading off to the airport found a playground and the kids went, oh, that playground was amazing. You know, we'd been yep. to Movie World, you know, but this playground was just the highlight of the trip. So supermarkets can be fun. Go well, down, there you go. Go overseas and see the difference in a supermarket aisle. And it's it's a good entertaining 10 minutes for your kids <laughs> because there's all these foods that they've never seen. Yeah. And we will do that. We'll try different stuff. If it's horrible, so be it. So if be it's it. nice, you got yourself a new favourite. You stock <laughs> up, you load up your suitcase and bring them home. <laughs> bring them home and try and not to have them for dinner every night. That's right. <laughs> now, Phil talks about um, one of the things he's passionate about is about making children global citizens yep. by experiencing life through travelling. Is there something that your kids have learnt with all the travels that you've done or something they can take away rather than just, you know, oh, I went on a holiday and great time, had a great time, you know? What have, what have they captured from the world? We try and enable uh, our kids to do everything. So we love, and I love that quote from Phil, because we will do We want our kids to talk and chat to people, you know. Yes, we're uh, aware of stranger danger, mm. but we want our kids to chat to people when they're overseas. So our kids will often engage, you know, nothing quite... And you see the beaming smiles of people in places that you go to is a child who is engaged Mm -hmm. a child who is smiling because people love the accent they'll ask where they're from the kids will go back and forward we purposely try and teach our kids everything they need to do too we're not the kind of parents that would do it for the kids and just say you know you guys toe in line our kids as i said 10 and 8 now have a comprehensive understanding of the new york subway system right they know which trains we need to get on are we going uptown are we going downtown they know where the subway tracks are they know how to swipe their card all of that because it's that's part of the fun that's part of the journey you need to teach them that as opposed to all right kids here we go and you see some parents sort of doing that and you can 
understand that each to their own but mm. we want them to do that we want them to learn and to experience and we purposely sort of you know engage them and by getting more involved in the holiday they're they're very much yeah like you said engaged in the holiday they're part of it yeah. they're, and they're living it with you guys and you're right and the, and the highlights of the kids trip may be the person that they met in some particular place like we've yeah. met some and that's if you open yourself up to that you meet some really great characters yeah. along the way and you might have a photo with them or just sort of reminisce at home. What about that guy from that place? And it's the kids love it yeah. as much as they would a theme park or a sporting event or whatever it might be. Correct. Well, Letha, I, I know you can't advocate enough traveling with your family. It's something that um, we, all, we all should probably do a little bit more of and, and just look past the, maybe the initial apprehension yep. and, just, and just get out there and do it. Go for it. Again, I don't want to cast aspersions on people i understand that people want to get away from their kids and have quiet time but i just think think of the exciting things that you've done and how much more fun it is to see it through your kids eyes correct and it's a great education thing too we found and the kids don't know that so don't tell Mm. my kids that Tim. but i will give them (laughs) lessons on you know the history of the statue of the liberty for example uh to 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 explain that to them too but you'll be amazed at how uh, more rounded your kids become, how mm. much more interested they become because all of a sudden they've seen things and they want to find out more. Mm. Teachers I know love it. Yes. You know? Keep a little diary on the way. That's always good fun. Collect stuff on the way. It's a great idea. Right, right down there what they've seen and what they've heard. It's sneaky education. It is. They don't Look know at it. that. Travel the, and education. The kids are doing projects and they don't even realise it. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's great fun. And yeah, take your kids if you can because I, I guarantee it, they'll benefit from it. It's rewarding for them but also rewarding from you. Amazing. Well, can't thank you enough for, uh, for sharing your insights on traveling with your family. Thanks, Tim. Pleasure to have you as always. And like we said, if, there's any, uh, if you need any help with getting away on a family holiday with your family, come into the nearest, your nearest Philhoff and Travel branch. There are 10 locations around South Australia. Jump online at pht.com.au or check the social media channels.